Welcome everyone to the Smart Nerd Podcast. After a week and a half of a hiatus due to shit that happened, <laughs> we're back. We're back. We're back. We have not abandoned you, much like the U.S. government. <laughs> yes, we went there. We went there. We went there. Fuck all of them anyway, by the way. <laughs> uh, we're here and we're not queer. <laughs> not that there's oh, anything. He, he had to say that. Uh, uh, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that, but. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey, we don't want to get in trouble with the... <laughs> that sarcasm will never die. Uh, well, we already went through a train wreck, and we're not even a minute in. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is this is, this is is Mark Nerd Podcast. This is Ariel. Uh, the guys, say hello to the people that are listening. Hey, this, this is Baldwin. Hey, how, how's everybody doing? Hello again, everybody. This is Harold Militant as ever. Militant, okay. <laughs> oh, Militant, oh, that's yeah. a new one. Yeah, that, that's what exactly what we need in this times. Militant ideas. Like, we're not militant enough in these days. Okay, so, uh, we can talk briefly of the shit show that was Hell in the Cell in terms of our predictions, mainly mine. Which I butchered the, uh, well, we all butchered the ending that we thought Drew was going to go over and he didn't. No. <laughs> and, you guys. and also I butchered the Bailey and Sasha match. I thought Bailey was going to retain. <clears throat> Sasha won. Wrong number. Yep. Wrong number. Sasha won. So, but everything else we pretty much hit it on the nose, right? Pretty much correcto. Yeah. Actually, a couple of matches pretty much exceeded expectations, just like totally. Roman versus Ju. So actually exceeded my expectations. To be honest, I expected a good match, but not as good as everything went through. And the yeah. the, the important thing on that match it was the story that was being told, not so much the moves. But the story that was told, and that's wrestling 101. If you're going to tell a story, you better incorporate that into the match. And uh, that match was solid gold. So It was totally awesome the end. He's like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I'm gonna do. He puts his drama shit, then he puts his cousin <laughs> in that hook. <laughs> so that, that, was, that was awesome. It, yeah. was, it was a good match. It, it lasted 45 minutes. But if you know those 45 minutes, you were like intrigued completely. Yes. Like you were like bored. You know, it was a good match. And well, there was, let's just say heel Roman is best Roman. So let's keep it that way. And kudos on WWE for letting Roman loose, uh, loose finally. And we're now finally getting the uh, pro, beta, uh, pro version of Roman, not the beta version we've been getting with the suffering sacrifice and all that shit. But we already been through that road before. We're not going to talk about that. Uh, free trial. Yeah, uh, we are going to talk about though the next pay per view that's coming up, and it's an AW pay per view, which is full gear. Uh, it's going to be this coming Saturday, and we have I have here the card here with me. Uh, we're going to have the starter or buy in pre show match, which will be an NWA Women's World Championship match between Serena Deeb versus Allison K. Uh, who do you guys have in that match? Hmm. Bathroom break. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no comment. No I'm comment. Done. No, no comment. <laughs> On that, the women's division suck in the AEW. No, That's no, this is not AEW. This is NWA. Oh, oh, sorry, my bad. This yeah, is NWA because NWA uh, is being good guys and letting NWA do uh, some of their matches and their and their pay per views and their in their shows as well. Uh, as a good, uh, you know, Tony Khan right now, if he doesn't get the award as the nicest boss on earth, I don't know who the hell is going to take that title off of him because it sure as hell ain't going to be Vince McMahon. <laughs> sure as fuck, it ain't going to be him. <laughs> it ain't happening, bro. Okay, so uh, Harold, do you have any? Do you have a dog in this fight? Uh, actually, no. That's a hard pass. Okay, well, I'm picking Serena. Because I, I am watching AEW and Serena D beat uh, Thunder Rosa, uh, but that was that didn't happen on, on Dynamite. That actually happened on N NWA programming. So Thunder Rosa is no longer the NWA Women's Champion, and it's, it's Serena Deeb, who is an AEW wrestler, by the way. She is an AEW wrestler. 
And she is currently now the women's champion. I think they're going to keep rolling the ball with her until they find someone more suitable in NWA to take the position. But note, and uh, a note, and a side note, uh, Thunder Rosa is still under contract with NWA until next year, until 2021. So her contract has not expired. So all those rumors that were running around that she dropped the belt because she was leaving, that's total BS. She's still under contract per. Billy Corgan himself, the owner of NWA. So just to put that uh, that uh, to rumor to rest. Okay. Uh, in this match, you might know uh, uh, Orange Cassidy versus John Silver. John Silver is the comedy gold of the Dark Order, the gift that keeps on giving, and the star right now of BTE, of being the elite, in my opinion at least. He's the star. He's the best thing in, in, in being the elite so far. So, uh, who do you guys have? You, I do know that you guys know who those two are. So, <laughs> of course, look, I, I go for Orange. I know he's on a roll lately, you know, beating uh, um, Jericho and stuff like that. And his matches have been pretty good. So, I'm I'm going for Orange at this point. Okay, uh, Harold. Actually, I would agree with Baldwin in this case. Going with Orange as well. Okay, I'm going for actually Squeed as as well. So let's just jump into the next one. Because we're not gonna no one more US No. <laughs> it's better to say it in Spanish sometimes than in English because I because I don't know what would be the expression in English and I'm bilingual. It wouldn't sound the same in English actually, And it anyway. wouldn't make any no, sense at, at all. all. And it at wouldn't all. and it wouldn't make any sense at all. That only makes sense to us uh Dominicans. <laughs> okay. Uh this match we do know and this one has been the longest buildup in AW history, the longest feud in AW history, six months in the making for the love of God. And hopefully this will be the one that breaks it. Oh, I'm listening to me, baby Jesus, please have this fucking feud. end now let it end on Saturday. Put that baby in the bed, please. God, hear me. Okay. Did I wow. say that? Okay. Uh, Matt Hardy yeah. versus Sammy Guevara in an elite deletion match and that deletion automatically tells me this might be a cinematic they haven't said anything that is going to be cinematic but automatically when you add the word deletion and matt hardy it goes to the cinematic route so usually that's matt hardy's playground that i'm just giving you the setup but it could be that i am wrong i may be full of shit it may be just a straight up match but having said all of that who you guys pick baldwin well i'll go for in this case, for Matt Hardy, that that's his playground, like you just said, man. He's been he all those matches I've seen him against, he always wins. I never see him lost. So I believe it's like the Undertaker with, with WrestleMania. This is the same situation. So Matt Hardy in my case. Okay, Harold. Um, actually, I agree with Balding. Uh, every time that Matt Hardy goes into that scene, if actually that is what's going to happen, uh, he comes out on top. But in this case, if not, please just give the victory to the one who's going to end this goddamn feud. Yes, just, please. Just oh, end this Lord. already, please. Okay. Mata me. As I say, mata me, please. Mata me, coño. And please follow my logic in this, although I don't want to know if to call this logical, but in order for this feud to finally fucking end, I'm going to pick Sammy Guevara. Just because that would be the only way it ends. Because Matt doesn't give a shit if he wins. And we're talking kayfabe here. So if Sammy finally wins, it's over. In, in my opinion. Because Sammy will finally get that W on top of Matt. And Matt would just have to lick his wounds. It's not like Matt has been hurting for losses here. So a loss on Matt wouldn't do dick to him. Because his name is already cemented in stone. Sammy is the one that needs to build up. Sammy needs this more than Matt, in my opinion. But uh, the, everything, like I already said before, uh, uh, the frame of thought that I already mentioned, it, if it has the deletion name, that pretty much means that's in the, the the Matt Hardy wheelhouse, and that pretty much gives him the the ball in his court. So it could be that Matt wins, but I want Sammy to win just to end this fucking feud. Yes, please. <laughs> Please. Just for Bob that. Six and months. Suffering with this shit already. Six fucking months. Miro wrestled <laughs> before that shit happened in WWE, I think. I think he had a match in WWE during that time. Fuck. I, I, I think, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he actually did it. Fuck. Okay, uh, uh, we're gonna go now for another one. The, the, the most controversial shit that AEW has ever done was the Dinner Debonair. Which got uh, a lot of traditionalist panties in the bunch we're talking about. You, uh, Jim Cornette. Uh, so now we're finally getting the match, uh, which has been perfectly built up in my opinion. Uh, the Chris Jericho versus MJF. If MJF wins, he gets to be in the inner circle. Who you guys pick, Jericho or MJF? Hmm, I think MJF will win this one. They want to keep that storyline like going. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen. I think he's going to win. Hmm. Uh, what do you think, Harold? I actually will go the other way around this time. In order for the story to keep around, I believe Jericho should win in order for, for MJF to keep pursuing to get into the inner circle. Um, in my opinion, I think MJF wins. Uh, it, just because I'm a, I'm a mark for him. <laughs> just for that reason. <laughs> I'm a mark. I, I'm sorry. I'm a mark for him. He's the perfect fucking heel. He is oh, yeah, totally, totally. a picture perfect heel. Uh, he is old school heel, and I love, I fucking love the character. And the uh, and to me, the way I would write the story is that MJ, have MJF go in the inner circle, and it's predictable as fucking as fucking daylight. But he's gonna take over the inner circle, and they're gonna boot Jericho off. That's uh, at least that's how the way I see it. And regardless if MJF wins or not, that's what's going to be the ending. MJF is going to take control of the inner circle. He's going to get the ears out of everybody. He's going to get all of them to get to drink his Kool Aid, and they're going to yeah. kick Jericho out. And then but turn... I think he's going to kick Sammy Guevara off. First. No, 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 <laughs> no. I think he's going to kick out Jericho off, and then Jer and that will turn Jericho babyface. Because right now Jericho is so fucking entertaining that even as a heel, he's a tweener. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, he has to do dastardly shit to have the people hate him. But uh, even that, even that way, he's still a tweener in my eyes. But uh, MJF, uh, I'm, I think, is gonna win. Well, let's go. Have you, know, have you noticed that he's been a lot in commentary lately? So no, yeah. uh, because Jericho is doing. You know, he's already preparing for his next stage. Because let's face it, Jericho's not. Although he hasn't lost a step in the ring. He's not a young guy anymore. You know, he's an old man. He's almost in his 50s. So uh, you can't go forever. And uh, no. I think he's preparing himself for the next phase in his career. Not, I'm not saying that he's going to retire now or tomorrow. I'm just saying that, you know, he, just keep your options open. And get prepared for what's next in the future because the body will not always be responding. Then again, he could what be. You think of Jer- what do you think of Jericho as a commentator? He's good. I mean, a little right. polishing here and there, but you get that way of getting your reps in. Yeah, Harry, what you think, Harry? Um, whatever Jericho does in a microphone is gold. The guy knows how to talk and how to color commenting, you know? So, yeah. and the guy has it. He can actually have a career on commentating yeah. after he's done with wrestling. And he has a good chemistry with JR and Tony Schiavone. He has a great chemistry with those two. So I think that it would just be an addition to the to the broadcast booth. Okay, uh, let's continue here with the AEW Women's Championship. Another snore fest for you guys. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Ikaru Shida versus Nyla Rose. Uh, do you even care to predict on this one, any of you? Oh, man. I'm sorry. I'll pass on this one. Harold? Same. Okay, Nyla Rose. <laughs> Let's just go quick. I mean, goddammit, if we don't even have a... If we don't give a shit, why would, <laughs> why would any of the listeners exactly. give a shit? Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, do better, girls. Or, or, or have the girls do better because they are actually good wrestlers, but goddammit. Anyway. Yeah, it's not, it's not the talent horrible. at all. It's exactly. The it's the presentation. It's the presentation. Yeah, it's horrible, man. It's horrible. Yeah. Uh, let's go in now to a more interesting territory. AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament Finals. Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page. Picks, gentlemen. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Look, me, me personally, I'm going for Kenny Omega. I think this is this is his time already to start shining. I think they're building things up for him in the future to be a champion. So my, I bet my money on him on this one, Harold. Um, you know it is a tough one, but 
I will have to go with Omega as well. Okay. Uh, um, you you want to add anything more to that? Well, to be honest, the main reason why I actually um, I'm a little bit of a fan of Omega, so I do believe Joe's as Baldwin that he deserves to go on top. Okay, so you're a mark. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, okay, two in a row. Okay, then. All okay. Right. All right. All right. Harry, what's your pick? I'm a mark too. Kenny Omega. <laughs> oh, no, crap. Uh, no, the thing so is. Kenny it is then. No, the thing is, he's back to the cleaner. He's he's back. He, the cleaner is back. The cleaner is back. So. If you're going with New Japan, Kenny Omega, this is no longer AEW com- comedy, comedic relief, Kenny Omega. This is the cleaner, Kenny Omega. And the cleaner was a son of a bitch. So, uh, I mean, Adam Page ain't no slouch. He, he ain't a, a scrub by any means. But this is not his year. Not yet. Give him a little bit more development in his character. Plus, he's an alcoholic in, in character right now. In kayfabe, so I don't think, I I think that will play some factor. But I mean, look look at the character for God's sakes. Even as an alcoholic, he's a hell of a wrestler. So I think there's just a little bit more character development for uh, uh, Hangman, and then he'll get his uh, spot in the uh, in the spotlight. He'll get his chance there. But right now, it's Kenny Omega's world. Uh, I see. I see. I see Hangman as a team team champion. That's how I see it. No, no, he like, he's future champion for sure. Future. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the, I see it like that. The team has a stepping stone, and then going to the world championship. That's okay. how I see it with Ken, well, with, uh, with Hamman, I'm sorry. Okay. Well, speaking of the TNT championship, Cody versus well now Cody Rhodes now Cody Rhodes yes definitely versus Darby Allen. Who do you pick? Oh, Cody. I'm sorry. I'm going with Cody on this one. One hundred percent. Look, Cody is a guy that he's carrying right now this championship. When this guy was was um, Brody was champion, he was doing okay, but Cody has more a, a rise to it. Maybe Darby Allen down the road will be a championship. But I'm going for Cody on this one. Hmm. Uh, what do you think, Harold? I'm going with Cody as well. Actually, Cody is doing very, 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 very good. The guy is pretty much breaking a leg. And he's a Rhodes again. So why kill, why to why kill the momentum now? Yeah, yeah, agree. Totally. Mm. Yeah, I'm picking Cody Rhodes uh, too because <laughs> for the same reasons you guys mentioned. You guys mentioned so. Let's not water that bridge again. Uh, water. Tú ves, la expresión no sirve en inglés. Tú No, para nada, coño. Say in Spanish. Yeah. The, uh, yo ves sobre mojado. Okay, so let's continue. AEW right, Tag Team Championship. FTR versus Young Bucks. Who do you got? This is a tough one, bro. This is a tough one. Look, listen. <sighs> Look, I'm going to go for FTR on this one. I, basically, right now, they're hot. You know, they're on top. You know, I like them as a, a good heel tag team. And for now, this is what um, AEW needs. They had for a very long time um, Hangman and and, and, um, and Omega as a as a face. But they need a heel tag team for a while. So I'm going with them. Okay, Harold? Um, I do agree with Balding. I don't have much to add to it. Um. I do agree with that. I'm going to with FTR as well. Yeah, I mean, it, the thing that condemned the Bucks was adding the stipulation that if they lose, they will never go after the tag belts again, and that was pretty much the seal, uh, the 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 seal of fate right there in my book, because that's exactly what Cody said. <laughs> yeah, but they never go after it if FTR is still champion. No, 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 no. They else. said they'll never go after the belt again. That The belt, period. Not whoever oh, has period. it. Yes, they said they'll never go after the belt again. Well, I thought, I'm sorry, I, I misunderstood it because I thought it was because until FTR ain't champion, then would they go after it. But if it's like that, well, they're, they're screwed then. They're fucked. Yeah. So I'm, I'm picking FTR as well. So because, because of that stipulation. Because what I think that. What I've seen so far more on Cody and the Bucks is that what they're doing is elevating other guys. 
Because yeah. look, look at the Bucks specifically. The Bucks have put over everyone. And when I mean everybody, I'm talking about everybody. I mean, private party went on top of them. Uh, uh, SCU. Uh, everybody's got a W on them. Everybody. So Pretty much. they're, yeah. they're there to help other people go up. They're, they're already getting their money. And believe me, they're getting well handsomely paid. So uh, th- th- they don't have th- th- that issue. So th- I mean, the question about being the best tag team in the world, that's more kayfabe stuff than anything. I don't think they really need anything to prove. They've done it for their, their careers, for God's sakes. If you ever want to know of a real uh, a DIY people, not Gargano and Ciampa, we're talking about the Bucks. Those are the real DIYs. They did it themselves. They put themselves over without any machine behind them, and they put themselves over. So their story is one to tell. For any res- any aspiring wrestler or any aspiring tag team, that if you want to bet on somebody, bet on yourself. So uh, they yeah. they don't need the belts, in my opinion. But but I'm aware I could be wrong. We could be wrong. Maybe they will get with that wins. But yeah. added it, that it stipulation, could happen. It could happen. yeah. But adding that stipulation, eh, that puts the sour note in my in my in my taste buds. So uh, I'm going FTR. Anyway, now we're going to the main event. The the I quit match for the AEW World Title. John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston. And by the way, before we go to the predictions, I do have to say those two did the fucking best promo I think in AEW history la- uh, uh, last night. Jesus oh, Christ, yeah. that was, was awesome. that was believable to the fucking T. Yeah, se mentaron la madre, literalmente. And then he said, this shit is real. Yeah. This is real. Ahí se mentan la madre. They, they talked about their mamas. <laughs> All of that shit. They went yeah. to the deep end. You know the part I like the most of what Eddie said? Again? You know why I didn't have any kids and they get married? It's because of this. I'm like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. It was totally awesome. Me, I go, I, look, um, Eddie Kingston, you know, I, the guy has done a great job forming this new um group that this new stable that he has right now you know he's great on the mic but right now john moxley for me has carried the torch very well for AEW, and i think he's gonna be there for a little while until they get kenny until kenny gets there so i'm going for john moxley yeah i think they're gonna do the retake with moxley against kenny down the road so i'm going for moxley at this one okay harold what do you think i'm going moxley as well not only because I do believe, at the end of the day, who's next for that championship in this case would be Omega, but um, I believe that Kingston would need to wait at least a little more. Not much, but a little more. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go Moxley as well. I mean, the story has so far has been good because it's personal, because there's actual history between these two guys. They actually know each other, actually been friends for realsies for years. And they're using elements of their real life history and adding it. it the best, his, the best wrestling and, and the best storytelling in wrestling is when you add elements of real life into it. If not, ask what happened between John Cena and The Rock. Though that was one of the best uh, rivalries in my, in, in recent memory, especially. Oh, yeah. Especially those rock, uh, those Cena promos. Cena destroyed. Oh my God. Destroyed the rock. Se lo comió de desayuno. Se lo comió de desayuno. He murdered him. He murdered him. When he told, Cena told the rock, I don't have things on my sleeve I can read on. Dwayne, if you forget about it, it's all in the wrist. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck! That was I'm like I'm like that I can no, I I still got that shit in my head. No 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 no. Uh, it's, Cena lo, left him naked, exposed totally in those fucking promos, and he used reality again. The best promos are based on reality. That's when I that's why I didn't like when they jumped the gun and put and put that little impromptu Cena Roman feud because I knew Roman was still. In that level to to uh, go back and forth with, with Cena in terms of vo- uh, vocals, 
You know, but nobody can go back and forth for Cena like that. You but, know that for a fact. Very few people can do that. Very, very few people. Cena's totally Punk, freaking Punk awesome. was the only one that can go back and forth with him on the mic. Who? Who? CM Punk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. CM Punk, CM Punk CM se Punk. la devolvía inmediatamente. Yeah. So, Hi, yeah. So, so, there are very few people that can go toe-to-toe with Cena on the mic, but we're not talking about Cena. We're talking about uh, Moxley and, and Kingston and Moxley for the win. So, practically, we're in agreement here in full gear. So, let's just wait after this coming Saturday what's going to happen. So, uh, those are our predictions for that. Let's continue with other stuff here. Uh, uh, some of the things that have happened, you know, well, the the Twitch ban is in effect. A bunch of wrestlers had gone to quits on Twitch, including AJ Styles, which was a surprise to me because I thought this guy was Vince's protected darling because he's a yes man. He's a company yes man. He, I won't go as far as saying he's an ass kisser, but, you know, he's a yes man. He, he does whatever the company does and then... For what we see, he was obedient to the ruling events and a bunch of other guys like Cesaro, Mia Yim, a bunch of other guys had to close their Twitch. Paige, uh, notably, uh, uh, was one of the ones that was protesting hardcore about that ban and she even had a meltdown on her Twitch uh, before the ban saying that this is what the only interaction she has with fans right now. In an bold move a la uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Wolf of Wall Street, the woman said, I ain't fucking leaving, <laughs> and decided to stay on Twitch and say, fuck it, to Vince McMahon and to WWE. What do you guys think about that? So, pretty much, uh, just as you said, um, Ariel, I actually was surprised with the AJ Styles living Twitch. Not only because he's a jazz man, he pretty much said, like, it's just, I don't give two hoots. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much it is surprising. Maybe he actually saw that thing was real. And he said, oh my god, I was not expecting this. But, whatever in that case. Well, uh, what can I say about Paige? Paige actually has more cojones than pretty much the entire roster. In oh, the yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. She has shown it's that she has the stones... The, uh, as Mick Foley would say, the ovarial fortitude. Exactly. Thank you. It was right. She got the ovarials. The, the ovarial fortitude, as Mick Foley would say. The fuck everybody. I'm going to get the fuck of it. I think we mentioned a couple of weeks ago that she was making at least, what was it, like 40000 a yeah, month? Yeah, like 40 Gs a month. Work? 40 G's a month. She's making a, a shitload of money. So she, you know, what she did, you know, I applaud her. Not every wrestler has the, the like, the, the stones, like, like, Chiro just no, said no. to do that. No, and think about it. If WWE wants to play ball with her in terms of trying to get her connected off and trying to fire her, who's the one who's going to look bad in the court of public opinion? This woman broke oh, her yeah. neck twice twice for the company so she has pretty much handicapped herself into not having a position in the company as an active wrestler because she put literally her body on the line and her livelihood and her future on the line for that company and this company for being petty assholes and not letting her have a fucking twitch channel which every human being under the planet under the sun is allowed to i think you can even have a twitch account in china for god's sake and they won't let her have one because they don't want her to get all the money. They want to get a piece of that pie too, those sons of bitches. No, that they will not look good on WWE and it will not look good on Miss Man to rough, uh, play rough shot on her. So I think they will leave her the fuck alone for the time being, especially now that it seems that Weekend at Bernie's is leading up to polls and it seems they're going to be winning the, the presidential election. Oh yeah. That's another story, but. I agree with you 100% on that one. Uh, what do you I, think, Harold? I think what's going to happen is just they're going to leave at least her contract to expire. They're not going to renew it. Yeah. That, if, they keep, if they keep with this mindset, that's what they're going to do. 
in case they decide to go backwards, then that's something different. But right as of right now, that's how I see it. Yeah, I see yes. them just waiting on them on the contract to be over and not renewing. She got like a year and a half left on the yeah, contract. Yeah, she has a long ass contract left. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's like two years left. So anything can happen in two years, guys. And, yep. You know, in two years from now, maybe she'll probably sign again, and this will pass by. But anything is possible. Yeah, I don't think Vince will. Sw- uh, you would think that Vince wouldn't sweat forty Gs, uh, extra forty Gs to t- to take from uh, Thailand because I-, I I fuck WWE makes more than that in a second. But it's either here or there. But continuing the Twitch ban, it seems that there is a loophole in WWE because, as we discovered via dirt sheets today, is that the NXT locker room, aka the NXT wrestlers, if you are part of NXT, there is a loophole there that the Twitch ban does not affect them because wrestlers like Adam Cole still have their Twitch channels and they have not been affected at all. By the ban on WWE, so it seems that the ban is only exclusively for main roster talent. What do you guys think about that? Why is that? Why? I why? have why? actually an idea why. That yeah, is. I want to hear why because I'm curious myself. Because I'm not. I actually don't have a response for that, but I want to know why. What's the reason why? Uh, according to the source on the, on that, they, they don't know. The, the source <laughs> that came out, they said we don't know why. It's just they don't have the ban. Um, Harry, what you think, Carol? Actually, um, Vince McMahon couldn't give a rat's ass about NXT whatsoever. Exactly. He already lost NXT, for God's sake. He's not including them in the Survivor Series this year. Oh, my God. So, he, so he's not paying much attention to the NXT wrestlers. So I don't think... NXT is he, developmental for him. So he doesn't. He does not give two but drops on monkey piss. Have you guys noticed that the roster of last year compared to this year is totally different. Yes. The NXT roster last year was like was really because half of them are in main yeah, was, now. Was, yeah, it was a good roster. This year the, this year's roster, you know, is not that it in the shits, but it's not the same roster. Because half of the roster that was there last year is in main is in the main roster now. I mean go. look a bit look uh, Alistair Black Alistair Black uh uh, we got uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee. So this uh, Andrade. Well, no, Andrade has already been over a year there. Angel Garza. Angel Garza. I mean, hell, what the fuck is Dominic doing in Maine? He didn't even spend a month in NXT. He should at least spend a month in NXT. But no, they wanted to push that. I mean, they, they once yeah, they had that yeah, great Ken. visual uh, with him, yeah. with Ray had that little feud he had with Brock. And oh, they had uh, that little Shayna, bit. Shayna Baszler is, is it? Uh, oh, yeah. On the main roster, too. Tambien. So. Actually, with Dominic, is it was a deal between WWE and Ray. He wanted to push Dominic as a wrestler. That is why he went back. Mm. He was not even planning to go to WWE. Okay. Well, uh, what can I say? Uh, the thing is that. Uh, well, we can spread the word to the wrestlers. I mean, if you guys want to keep your Twitch account, go back to NXT. <laughs> <laughs> Demote yourself. Get paid like 40 Gs a month. <laughs> exactly. Demote yourself. But hey, at least you get to keep that all that Twitch money. I, I've always said, is this sending you back to NXT because you're being demoted? <laughs> that, that's, I, I remember Joe used to say, why not? Why is the motion? I'm like, Joe, Joe used to say that. Oh, because they're gonna still make him, yeah. Because, for, but it's not the same action. Like, no, it, like, you, you don't have the, the full machine. You only have you only have a quarter of the machine behind you. Whereas when you're in main roster, if you get somewhat of a decent push, you actually have the full machine behind you. Because let me tell you something. I bet your ass there's still people that remember No Way Jose. He was the jobber of the jobbers. So no lo mismo en NXT que está en Raw. I mean, even if you're a jobber in Raw, they'll still remember who the fuck you are. I mean, it's been 30 years, and I still remember Barry Horowitz, for God's sakes. There you go. So, Barry-o. Barry-o. There you go. I mean, if I remember Barry Horowitz, and that was over 30 years ago, for fuck's sake, if you go to Raw, money. you printing money. I don't care if you're a jobber, you're sweeping the floor, you're printing money. Exactly. 
Even Coco Beware used to be a Co- jobber too. Mm. I was gonna say just that Coco Beware. The motherfuckers <laughs> in the in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> there you go. The See? motherfuckers in the Hall of Fame. What belts did he won? I mean, the claim. No, what's the no, claim no. to fame to Coco Beware? I mean, no offense. I mean, I probably had a great career outside WWE. I don't know. But what the fuck did he do in WWE? Get beat by the Undertaker. Get the very first Tombstone pile driver on Monday Night Raw for the first time. Exactly. And, and, exactly. And, and waving around his bird. That's it. I mean, no. Again, no offense to the dude. He's probably done a lot more and outside WWE. But in WWE, the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the broken the brawler guys. Oh Jesus Christ! Now that is the the, the quintessential uh, jobber. That is the la creme la creme of the jobbers. Exactly. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Anyway, we, we already talked about Cody getting his last name back, so we're not going to go there. Uh, yeah. we, we pretty much touched on it. Uh, but th- for those of you unaware, I'm just going to go briefly on top of that. On that. WWE uh, withdrew their claim on the, uh, the Cody Rhodes trademark, or let it go, more or less. And it was for Cody to, uh, Cody to grab, and he did. And now Cody currently owns again his surname, his famous father's surname. So now legally he can go by Cody Rhodes in AW if so he chooses to. So that's the story there. But and he's gonna, and he's gonna use it. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see. Well, I don't know. Let's see. I, I think he's gonna use it. I think okay. so. Even though he cemented his own name already, but he's going to use it. Mm, well, again, let's see. I'm not going to jump the gun. And I, I, we're not inside the the committee and Cody's uh, uh, decision making. So we don't know. But it's a, it's a victory for him because, God damn it, that's his father's name. I mean, I, what the fuck gives WWE the right to own a name that was made famous by his dad by putting 40 years of his life Outside of WWE, mind you, because whatever time he passed in WWE was a fraction compared to whatever he did outside of WWE. Yep. And outside of WWE, that's where uh, Dusty Rhodes built his name. I mean, Look, I only got one phrase for you, and I'm going to say it in Spanish: "Ganas de joder." That's it. Gadejo. Exactly. Gadejo. Ahí está. Anyway, let, let's go to a, a weird conundrum that happened this past week. Uh, any of you guys saw the Walter versus uh, Druganov match? And I haven't seen it, but it's always, it was freaking awesome. It garnered the prestigious five-star ma- uh, rating from Dave Meltzer. Wow. wow. Yes. Oh, shit. So that's the first WWE match in years that garnered a five-star match. Uh, five- I got to see that shit tonight. So, uh, and, but the weird thing is that not only did it get, it made Dev Melser's praise, it got Jim Cornette, Mr. I hate everything that is actually happening now in wrestling, Cornette. Jim Cornette uh, went to Twitter and sang that match. a line or something like that. Exactly. He sang that match's praise and he said it's the best thing he's watched in ages. And it was an actual wrestling match. And to be honest, the, that those two dudes beat the living shit out of each other. If you saw Druganov's chest, it looked like a raw meat. Wow. Because, well, Walter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you expect are you going to mention Walter? You got a fucking bullseye on your fucking chest. Well, Walter is a very physical competitor and Cornet is a very fan of physicality old school physicality well you got it there why maybe (laughs) that's why he was praising this match after all so cornet is an old fart that stays in the old fart past (laughs) i mean well well said harry well said you know something i i I haven't seen the match but i've read about it and it was a totally awesome match you know you know and it's it's like harry said cornet loves that you know that stuff, you know, that brutal wrestling back in the old days, in the early 80s and 90s. But, you know, Walter is an is extremely great wrestler, you know, and all his matches are good. The, yeah. matches, the stuff you see that big guy does in the ring is incredible. Just like Keith Lee. What happened? 
that that the stuff that he does in the ring, um, similar to Keith Lee wrestling, you know that mm-hmm. Walter is a big guy and he moves a lot. No, yeah. he, he does great. He had he does a couple of good moves just for being a big guy. Yeah, I mean, uh, Walter is a total package in terms of a guy that can wrestle at his size. Mm-hmm. He, and I'm talking about actual wrestling, like shoot wrestling. And that fucking chop in the chest where he leaves a black hole in your fucking chest. Where gal- galaxies are being sucked inside once he leaves the hole. He opens another dimension. Fuck. Exactly. He discovered totally time bad. travel by smacking people in their fucking chest. Shit. Sends them well back said, to the brother. Well sends said. them back to the days of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> One slap and they're in the Sermon on the Mount hearing Jesus talking and he's speaking in Aramaic and then it's like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Why are these all these people talking here? Jesus Christ, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> oh man. Those fuck. chops are so strong that make you believe his ancestors created the universe by doing one. Fuck. Exactly. That, that is the big bang right there. <laughs> you know what I remember? You remember the guys remember Survivor Series the last year? Him and Keith Lee with those chops? Oh my Ooh. god. And then him with Drew McIntyre. It was brutal, bro. Drew wants to wrestle Walter. Again. Oh. He's even I asking like he said that he he's asked Triple H a bunch of times. And he he's asked Vince McMahon, let me do a little tour over there to WWUK. Let me do a little tour there and let me have a little match with Walter because I just want I I, I just want to get in the ring with that dude. Eso se llama ser masoquista, por cierto, porque si tú sabes que ese tigre te va a manjar el pecho así, coño. Exactly. <laughs> oh, don't you guys think they have plans to bring Walter in the U.S. and in New York? No, and Walter don't want to have it. He's totally against it. Oh, yeah, he's totally against it? Yeah, he's not having it. He came uh, to do like an indie tour last year and they even stole the WWUK belt. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember that. Yeah, and they stole his gear too. I totally remember that. And he was like, see, this is the fucking reason I don't want to come here because you fucking assholes are savages. I, I do believe Walter is doing really good where he's at right now. I don't think he should be moving no, anyway. No, if, if they send him to Maine, for example, they'll just fuck him up. They'll fuck him up. Oh, they'll, yeah. They'll neuter to him because that's what happens when... Look, all the wrestlers under the under the WWE umbrella are fucking good. They're good. They're just very, very badly utilized with certain exceptions here and there. But it, with the majority, I mean, that's the problem. They have too much guys. Even after the, after all the people they fire, they still have too many people. Because, and that's the reason why they have to do all those separate brands in order to keep all those people employed. But the damn thing is that we are, they are under the whims of a 75 year old man who changes his mind more times than a four year old. <laughs> so it, it's fucking a, it's a fucking useless point. Anything that you're trying to aspire in the main roster is under his whims. So it doesn't matter how fucking good you are. I mean, ask Ricochet. He's fucking athletic as fuck. And he's right now jobber to retribution of all people, for God's sake. Oh, my God. That is so of all people. Up. Retribution, who one of the members, by the way, tweeted today that if you actually buy one of his <laughs> one of their sweaters... He will roast you. <laughs> he will roast you if you buy one of their sweaters. That's how much yeah, faith they have them on themselves. That's how much faith they have on themselves. They're like, I will make fun of you for buying my merch. Exactly. It's oh, so that so that's so that that is the fucked up thing that is happening in WWE. Yes. You are in a national, bro- no, no, scratch that, internationally broadcast product that is being watched the world over, that young kids will be able to see you, and you have a shot to getting your name across and showcasing your talent and showing the world what you're made of, but the catch is you're under the whims of a 75-year-old fuckhead 
who doesn't give a rat's ass about you and all he gives a shit about is his money. And if he doesn't see, deem you worthy of his attention, it's go fuck yourself. True. Yeah, so th- that's your little rant for me today. Uh, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I- I'm a little hesitant to go to this subject because it's kind of done now. But this past week, we had a little conundrum with a, a one Carl Machine Gun Anderson. I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, his, uh, as he calls her, his hot ass wife, hot ass Asian wife, I think that's what he calls her. Yes. Posted a picture of Carl with the words cheater and asshole written all over his body while he is apparently knocked out sleeping. And she later deleted it, but we got to get some screenshots out of that before she did. Uh, and then, uh, like an hour or two later, Carl sends out this cryptic message on Instagram saying that whoever liked the picture, you're out of my life. And this is some personal matter and will be attended. Then radio silence for four or five days. And then afterwards, he posts a picture of his wife uh, taking care of one of his kids and said that the issue is done and it's over. Now, it's done. It's over. They're gladly. I'm glad to report that apparently everything is all as well in the Anderson household. So good, good on that. Pleito de Mario Mujer, se mete. But now let's go to speculation time. <laughs> because, focus on Muna Chimoso, and we have no life. <laughs> oh, damn We don't. You we have no life. to say that. What the fuck you We have no life. <laughs> Hell, we talking about a fucking dude that we don't know what the fuck happened, and we're going to speculate now, like we know, or we actually do give a damn. But we're just doing it just to fill in time for a podcast. <laughs> Oh, crap. Am I too honest? Am I too sincere? Oh my god. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained, people? Am I not finding material for entertaining your sorry asses? Yes, please. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's speculate. I I don't know what, I don't even know what to say about this. This is so, well, this is so stupid. It is also dumb. Just as I always say, it is just like, I don't know. I feel that it actually did happen, but he actually got away with it with a gift or something. That's how I see Mm, it. Either that or they just wanted a little bit of attention. It could be all of the above. It could could be that something did happen, but it wasn't that big. And probably she read something to it because let's face it. The good brothers, they like to drinky drink a lot. Uh, they go hard in the pain on the, on the booze. So, tal le capo un sexting por ahí sin querer o me, uh, under the influence o no fue sin querer. <laughs> my, my, my type of guys, I can't hang out with those guys. <laughs> o no fue sin querer. Tal vez le capo que quería tirar su canita al aire. Y, oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shit happens, man. Fuck you that. know, he no. saw a good looking girl. He threw her, he got her digits, threw her, uh, threw her a line. The woman found out scribbled all that shit on his body and then they had the fighting and then they discovered that he didn't actually committed the deed and it was just you know for uh, foreplay and whatnot and then they she forgave him and it's over and that's it and that's it play to Mario Mujer. all right next subject <laughs> god damn it you fucking like killjoy <laughs> did i switch places with you right now man fuck you yeah, fucking killjoy I, 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 I think we already talked so much about this Fuck! <laughs> like I had an real moment right now, man. I said, "Fuck that shit!" Like God, I mean, what? We were were we getting too personal? <laughs> what? I mean, shit. We're just filling Ariel, in time. Are you into possession? What position? Possession? I don't know. You gotta get out of that body, man. Uh, look, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Likewise, man. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> My life is an open book. <laughs> I second that. <laughs> My life is an open book. As Tupac used to, the only God can judge me. <laughs> Although I have not lived, not even a third of a life that that dude lived. Then again, he died like what, twenty seven? Yeah. And at twenty seven, he did more shit than I have done in forty two. That that. Thank you for that depressing thought. Anyway, <laughs> next subject, please. Thank okay. You. 
the Survivor Series buildup or lack thereof. In the sense that this year, curiously, as we already mentioned before, uh, it seems that VKM, a.k.a. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, does not give two drops of monkey piss about NXT. And NXT was not included into the festivities of this year's Survivor Series. I do understand that probably this year will be a full card. Hell, as it stands right now, is it has more matches than Hell in a Cell already. Uh, <laughs> and, that, and, and it's not even fully booked yet. And to add to the fact that it's also going to be adding The Undertaker in some capacity into this pay-per-view. So... Apparently, WWE is gonna is trying to hit all the uh, any single thing that they're trying to hit everything on the wall and see what sticks. So, uh, what do you think of the build up for Survivor Series so far? Look, um, one, I I understand about the NXT thing. You know, I read this thing on e wrestling that it mentioned that the reason in the NXT because of the COVID situation and and so on and so on. Okay. That could be some truth to it, but also is what we mentioned a, a and like a couple of minutes ago. NXT the roster is totally different, and we said it. Half of the, that roster right now is currently on the main roster right now. So the build up is you know, all right. If, if Johnny Gargano right now is is a North American champion, and then you got the the only these guys as champions also tag teams you know you don't see like like this vibe like they're gonna like do a good thing you know I, I don't see it this this roster the only good thing I see is Gargano on it and you know and Finn Balor's injured right now so like you don't see a lot of good stuff you no know, material to work to work through the Survivor Series with the NXT crew now you know right now what I do like the matches that I see you know Roman versus Randy you know it's kind of cool you, know, you got the new day against the street profit, which I think is gonna be a good match. So there's like a good Oscar versus Sasha. So there's a lot of good things, you know, that that can wrap up pretty good. But NXT is like they just don't fit because of the roster. That's my take. Maybe and maybe not. Actually, what you said up front, it is true. Uh, Vince actually decided not to include NXT this time in order not to have any. Uh, Many talent uh, together to avoid, you know, collisions. So that's just half of the reason. He feels NXT is just developmental, and he, he just doesn't feel like NXT can be a brand anymore. He just got tired. That's the second half. Yeah, well, uh, let's be honest and sincere. With the exception of last week's uh, Halloween Havoc. That NXT celebrated. AEW has been kicking NXT's ass. Oh, totally. Like it's not even it's not even funny. It's been a massacre uh, uh, in the past. And this week, guess what? NXT AEW won again. So AEW already got that market beat. They got the uh, the the demographic that WWE wants. The AEW has it. Uh, AEW has the attention of the fa- of the fan base of the wrestling fan base, which, by the way, is the same fan base that likes NXT because both shows are wrestling based, actual wrestling based, not like Raw and SmackDown that are sports entertainment. That's a whole separate other entity. That's why I even think that that's why I don't even criticize the belts anymore on WWE because the, the belt. Think about it. Look at the belts in WWE in the main roster. They look like fucking toys. Oh yeah, because totally. that's exactly what's the market for. There, that market is for kids, five-year-olds, eight-year-olds, nine, ten-year-olds are the ones that are the market or the main demographic for those type of shows. Even though they're getting away with a lot of shit, like for example, this past Monday, the Firefly Funhouse, Bray Wyatt got a few s bombs out of the way. Oh yeah. Uh, and by the way, they're already booking him as a baby face, not as a heel. So uh, that should be interesting. Uh, so uh, NXT is a wrestling ba- based program. So is AEW, with the exception, as I mentioned before, of the Dinner Debonair, which was the only non wrestling segment that they, AEW has really gotten away with. Uh, so NXT, I don't know. I mean, 
at this point, I think the NXT should be moved to another night if they really want to keep uh, them in, in the in, in in the main. How do I say this? Because to me, they were fine where they when they were in the network, because in the me- in the network, it made sense. It made sense to keep NXT there because if it's developmental, because the primary objective of NXT is to be de- developmental, to be the uh, the area where wrestlers that you pick up from anywhere in the world learn the WWE style of wrestling, which is a lot safer than, let's say, New Japan, Ring of Honor, and all the other places, and learn that style of wrestling and then be used and utilized in the main roster. That was the main purpose of NXT. That and also to uh, get some uh, speaking uh, uh, tools learned, you know, learning how to cut a promo and whatnot, because uh, WWE is heavy on promos. Very heavy on promos. So uh, that was the original purpose of NXT. And I think that that should be NXT's bread and butter. To keep it as low profile as possible. Not because I don't think they have a good product. They do. They have great wrestlers. It has proven time and time again that the best wrestling WWE produces today is in NXT, in my opinion. So there's no diminishing what NXT can produce in terms of wrestling. It's just that it is not a competition for AEW because AEW is a separate entity. It is not the same. Yes, it, it can't. It cannot compete right now with Raw or SmackDown because Raw and SmackDown have that lineage. They have that time. They have 20 plus, 30 plus years grabbing the attention of people that people already know what these programs are. They're part of Americana. They're, part, they're like the Simpsons. Or Family Guy, you know, things that already people know. So AEW is brand spanking new. It's a year and some and some change old. So you cannot try to compete it with established brands like Raw or SmackDown. But NXT is still a very underground thing. Even even though it's in the USA Network now, it's still an underground thing. I I, I challenge anyone, like uh, like my daughter's age, she's nine. To find me if they know who Johnny Gargano is, who, who's Tommaso Ciampa, they won't know. They wouldn't know. You ask them who Randy Orton is, they'll know. You ask them who Roman Reigns is, they'll know. But they don't know who the fuck is Johnny Gargano. They don't know who the fuck is Tommaso Ciampa. They don't know anybody in, in, in NXT because there are nobodies in their for what they know, you know, for, in their knowledge. But if you ask. Old guys like us, and I mean old because we're adults and we follow yeah. wrestling for the actual wrestling. We know who all these guys are. And for us, they're worth more their salt than any of those guys that we mentioned in the main roster because they are actual wrestlers. So, you know, we just have to keep the product in perspective to know what it is. Unfortunately, as much as it pains me because I love NXT, NXT and I was, I have said it in the group, in our chat group, and I'll say it again here and in, in, in publicly in the, in, in the podcast. NXT is the best wrestling produced product WWE has. Hands down. Pro- wrestling product rise, NXT is the best. Both the UK and the US version. It is the best wrestling product WWE produces. The rest of it is sports entertainment. Oh, I agree 100% on that one. Now, 100% agree with you, bro. Adding a little bit into the Survivor Series build-up, not maybe, who knows. Uh, this year marks the 30th anniversary of The Undertaker's debut at Survivor Series, which actually means he will be making an appearance. What will be? What will he be doing? We know no shit. Uh, choke slamming and, and tombstoning people. That's it. He'll choke slam and, and and tombstone some people, and that's pretty much it. And it's over. Mm-hmm. He, he won't actually have a match. I think, uh, you know, I, I won't say he's done because he's proven time and time and time and time again that he does not know he does not know when to call it a quits because he just loves the shit too much 
But for the time being, and if his body allows it to be that way, he I don't think he's coming back. No, he's not coming back. He's, he's probably going to do like just a couple of two thumbs and a couple of choke slam and it's over. That's it. Dumb. Yeah, he'll and do, you know, he'll do his special appearance, scare some people. He'll probably scare AJ Styles because there's some history there still. And that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And notice this time, I digo, sería interesante ver. It would be interesting with that fucking giant that AJ has, his that, uh, that giant he has now. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. It would be interesting, but I wouldn't want to get that guy getting a chokeslam from the Undertaker because that would devalue him immediately. No offense to Taker, but the dude is in his late, he's pushing 60. Mm-hmm. So taking a chokeslam from a near 60-year-old dude does not exactly look good. I don't care how much of a legend he is, but believe me, he will have to do all the jumping to make that choke slam look good. And I would like to thank Vin Diesel for running around here. <laughs> oh my god. If you heard the vehicle, yeah. Yeah, apparently Fast Ten is being filmed here. <laughs> uh uh, oh Lord! Is 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 Dominic Toretto all around? Yeah. Uh, uh, what what is uh, the Invisible Man's name in the movie? It's me. I, mean, I don't know. I I just know he's a Toretto, but uh, what? Vinny Toretto? <laughs> and well, that's John Cena's character. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The Invisible Man. He who should not be seen. El no visto. <laughs> John Cena. Mm. One cena. <laughs> One dinner. One dinner. <laughs> One dinner. That's how I call him. One dinner. One dinner. Anyway, I think we pretty much nailed every nail in the head and buried all the shit that we needed to bury. Yeah, we did a pretty good job on that one today. <laughs> Uh, you guys have anything to add before we call it a quits? No, I'm good. Ha- I'm good. Harold, how about you? Actually, after all this shit we have talked today and actually went beyond, uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we, we've exhausted was, every possible okay. notion of ex- uh, verbalizing any frustrations at all. And that is something out of Mark's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because marks are never short of right of expressing themselves. Right <laughs> marks are never short of anything to express themselves of the current state of, of wrestling. They always find something to nitpick about. Spanish. Cuando la madre bota peje. Oh, Lord. Oh, I hope you people that are so, listening are getting entertained and educated at the same time because we're, this is a bilingual podcast for what I've seen. <laughs> so you're getting your money's worth without paying nothing. So you're welcome, you fucking marks. <laughs> I'll pay Spanish with the marks. And with beers, too. On well, my end. On your end. We're going non-alcoholic here on my end. We're just refreshing the throat with pure H2O. I might oh, just copy God. that next spot, next podcast, dog. <laughs> so I'll be the only it, it, it one. Can, it can be. I need, I need beer in my life. Okay, so I'll be the only straight edge here then. I, I, I'll That's see good him. about Tommy. We'll uh, be the good brothers, Harry and I. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I'll be CM Punk. <laughs> uh, With, without the asshole-ish. Without the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> You're still sarcastic and an asshole, bro. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. I tried. I tried. There you go. That's the problem then. I think he needs a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I think he needs a, a drink. There's a difference between being a CM Punk asshole and being a good asshole. <laughs> way, way different. I mean, you know, I, I, good assholes rant at everything, but they understand a thing or two about it. It just doesn't matter anymore. But punk, uh, not so much. Okay, well, uh, I cannot, I cannot imagine Ariel drunk as fuck doing a podcast. That'd be funny. Uh, I don't think. Uh, that fuck this shit. We're not recording today. I'm doing shit. I want my, I want my mama. I think, I think I'd turn into <laughs> Tim Dillon. 
that's uh, a, that's American comedian who happens to be gay, but is so anti-liberal and anti-Trump that I <laughs> he's the guy I send you the video on 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 on, on the yeah. chat. The guy who uh, who's beating the shit out of each other because it's election day, and then they oh, decided yeah, to, and then they decide to go eat tacos. <laughs> that's so he's a hell of a comedian. I, I like to watch his podcast. He's a great comedian, and he makes sense. and And he did a podcast with uh, Joe Rogan with Alex Jones, and that was epic. To all of those who watches who watched Joe Rogan and watched the Kanye West, God bless you if you managed to swallow those two and a half hours. <laughs> I tried for ten minutes, and I oh, threw in the towel, man. and I wanted to shoot Kanye in the head. <laughs> that says it all. I mean, I wanted to go into the studio. I mean, the only reason I didn't do it is because one, I don't have the money. <laughs> and two trying to go to joe rogan's studio in austin texas where there are security guards i don't think i have that much of a chance plus the dude knows some jujitsu and, and taekwondo so if anybody if the guards don't kill me joe would have <laughs> actually um Kanye had enough just with his one percent in politics. I believe he might shut himself. I, I don't right think. Now. I don't think oh. he even got a one percent. Uh, yes. I think uh, yeah. thirty-seven people voted for him. I think, like in total, thirty-seven people. <laughs> and there must be. And there must be like family members. <laughs> for sure, man. Or people that he owe money to. <laughs> oh, people that he owes money to. Bueno, que te den buena y tigre tampoco. También puede ser. Anyway, I, I think we went off the rails. <laughs> yeah, I think we went 100% on that one. Okay. This has been the Smart Nerd Podcast, and I hope that, that beautiful part in the end entertained you. Kanye, don't sue us. We don't have no money. <laughs> yeah, we broke as fuck, bro. <laughs> we live in Dominican Republic. Need I say more? <laughs> yeah. Can you lend us money, though? Can you give <laughs> us money? We will talk about you more. We will shit on you and try to get you more exposure. Although, at this point, it is pointless because you lost. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever helps, right? Let's help each other out. <laughs> There you go. So again, this has been the Smart Nerd Podcast. Uh, uh, guys, say goodbye. Hey, have a good night. It's been a pleasure, guys. See you the next time. Have a good one, everyone. Uh, please don't kill each other. They're just politicians. They don't give a shit about you. You can continue to live your lives no matter who wins. Okay, that, that exactly. And drink and drink more alcohol. Thank uh, you. And don't kill your uh, neurona in los cerebro. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, goodbye, everyone. All right. Have a good one. Bye. bye. Like, like the fiend said, bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Later. Yeah.